Hi everyone, this is Jill and welcome to You But Healthier, a weekly podcast designed to help you live a healthier life physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Now let's get started. This week we're going to be looking at rest and here's a fun fact relating to that. So did you know that 12% of us dream in black and white? And that also that sleep deprivation will kill us faster than food deprivation. So get some sleep. Okay, so those are my fun facts for this week. So this week, as I said, we're looking at rest. And you know, a good night's sleep is incredibly important for our health, for your health. In fact, it's just as important as eating healthy and exercising. Sadly, you know, there are lots of us and there are lots of things that can interfere with natural sleep patterns. And the truth is that people are now sleeping less than uh, than we did in the past. And sleep quality has also decreased as well. And personally, I think it might have some some to do with, you know, our the cares in life as things have gotten more complicated and also with this increased technology. But that's that's my my beliefs, my thoughts. So, you know, poor sleep is actually linked to higher body weight. You know, studies show that being sleep deprived and, you know, individuals who are sleep deprived have bigger appetites and they tend to eat more calories. So, hey, you're trying to lose weight. Try to get some sleep. Try to get a good night's rest. Every night if you can. You know, because sleep deprivation actually disrupts the um or appetite hormones and so it, it it causes us to have very poor appetite regulation so we end up actually eating more than we normally would if we got enough sleep or adequate sleep um also getting enough sleep can actually help to improve our concentration and our productivity so hey you want to have a great productive day at work or even at home get a good night's sleep. And I actually find personally that when I get a good night's sleep, hey, I can take on the world. I can do <laughs> I can do almost anything on the day after I get a great night's sleep. Also, you know, sleep is extremely important for various aspects of our brain function. And this includes our concentration, our productivity, our cognition, and our performance. You know, and so all of these are negatively impacted or affected when we don't get enough sleep. Okay, so, um, you know, also sleep and not getting enough sleep can actually have certain health risks. Poor sleepers have a greater risk of heart disease, heart disease and stroke. So sleep quality and duration can have a major effect on many health risks, you know, many health risk factors, which can actually um, increase your chances of getting certain chronic diseases, including heart disease. So, uh, you know, a review of about 15 different studies found that people who don't get enough sleep are at a far greater risk of stroke and heart disease than those who sleep seven to eight hours every night. And also, you know, um, getting enough sleep or getting enough rest actually improves our athletic performance. So, hey, you want to have that, that, that urge or that energy to exercise, you know, because we're not all athletes or professional athletes or even just athletes. So if you want to be able to improve your, you know, the get up and go to exercise, you know, get enough sleep. Seven to eight hours is, is great. So, you know, because longer sleep has been shown to improve many aspects of athletic and physical performance. Another thing is, you know, sleep deprivation can actually cause prediabetes in very healthy adults in as little as six days. You know, many studies show a strong link between short sleep duration and type 2 diabetes. So get your rest, get your sleep. Another reason to get enough sleep is that poor sleep is linked to depression. You know, mental health issues like 
you know, anxiety, depression, sleep disorders, they're all strongly linked to poor sleep quality. You know, about 90% of people with depression actually complain about sleep quality or, or getting, you know, having a poor sleep. So, you know, do try to get better sleep. And finally, another thing I want to share about um, getting enough rest and why we should is um, getting enough sleep actually improves our immune system, our immune functions. So, hey, you know, we can get exposed to all kinds of illnesses, sicknesses, but when we get enough sleep, you know, and have we have an improved immune system and so we're able to better resist the common cold and just other, you know, the cold virus and other other types of um, illnesses. So lesson to be learned is do try to get yourself a good night's sleep every night. Okay? I'll be right back. Hi everyone and welcome back to You But Healthier. And this week we're looking at rest or getting adequate sleep. And my quote this week is from the late great Miss Maya Angelou. And she says, and this is just um, part of, of a quote, she says, each of us needs to withdraw from the cares that will not withdraw from us. So, you know, we all have things that might keep us up at nights, but we all need to take some time to withdraw from the cares that will not withdraw from us. You know, the truth is, you know, we need to take some time, get away and just get adequate rest. And I would encourage us all to get adequate rest. And by rest, in this case, even though rest doesn't always mean sleep, I'm talking about just getting adequate sleep every single night. It will really improve, improve our mood, improve our health, and just improve our performance. So again, let's try to get adequate rest. And um, so this week, I'm going to continue on my cabbage, <laughs> my talk about cabbage and, and its many, many benefits. And so continuing on with that, you know, um, eating cabbage is actually said to benefit, benefit our skin condition. And, and again, just going back, I'd say that, you know, eating cabbage has many, many health benefits, more benefits than I even realized. Um, so eating cabbage can help heal skin conditions. It actually um, nourishes our skin gives our skin a nice, beautiful glow. And so it's recommended for everyone. Okay. Um, it can even help improve the way our hair looks. Okay. So again, let's be eating more cabbage. Eating cabbage, cabbage is actually an, um, it has anti-aging properties so that it makes our skin look younger. And that's because it, it's very, very high in vitamin C, which slows down our aging process. And cabbage juice is best recommended because it's health benefits, you know, it benefits our skin much faster than eating cooked cabbage. You know, to, to really put things simply, cabbage delays the death of our skin cells and it protects our skin from ultraviolet rays. <laughs> Giving you some more reasons to eat cabbage, people. And cabbage is actually also great for us during our, if you're, you know, if you ever get pregnant. It's rich in folic acid and it has nutritional benefits that can be um, that can be great for expectant mothers. It helps with the fetus, makes the fetus um, healthy or helps to make the fetus healthy. And it also helps in the um, production of um, your, your milk, mother's milk. So if you're if you're an expectant mother, I'd, I'd suggest that you add some cabbage to your regular diet and um even as you try to live healthier. So I said cabbage can help make our skin look younger. Um, but it's also said that cabbage, eating cabbage regularly, um, actually adds, um, you know, beautifying effects to not just to, I was thinking more of our facial skin, but just generally to our, our skin. Generally, it makes our skin clearer. You know, if you're suffering from acne, from skin rashes and skin irritations, then I would advise you to, to eat cabbage regularly and see how that helps. Okay. Now also 
um, the juice found in cabbage has cleansing properties so that it makes our skin seem clean and clear. And again, it prevents rashes. It can help with pimples also. And that's because of the vitamin C, which is extremely good for our skin. And again, also drinking cabbage juice can help to heal um, infections in our mouth and also um, gum infections. So another reason to eat cabbage is it can heal our gums and our mouth if we have any gum infections. Okay, so again, it can be very, very, very effective in, in beautifying our skin. Okay, um, now, also I think I had mentioned earlier possibly that eating cabbage can actually help with hair growth. Cabbage is said to have vitamin A, which is an antioxidant, which actually increases um, the growth of our hair. So, hey, you're trying to have longer hair, boil some cabbage, add some lemon juice on your scalp and, and um, add the cabbage and the lemon juice onto your scalp. And this is, this is said that it's said that this can help with hair growth. Just gently massage the cabbage juice and lemon juice into your scalp. Allow it to dry for 30 minutes. And once this is done, you can gently rinse it off with shampoo. And um, it said that for this to be uh, most effective, it needs to be done twice, two times each week. So it's said to be great for hair growth. And it's also, um, cabbage is also said to be great for not just hair growth, but it can also help to make your hair silkier and shinier. Again, just Apply the cabbage juice onto your scalp and hair and see what happens. And this time you're going to leave the cabbage juice onto your hair for an hour. Okay. And then you're going to shampoo your hair and this should help to make your hair smooth and silky. Now, do you suffer from dry skin or dry hair? Again, eating cabbage can help with dryness. So... Again, you know, hey, long story short is just eat cabbage. It, it has so many, many, many health benefits that it's just a great, a great food to eat. Now, moving on, moving right along to my exercise of the week. My exercise of, of the week this week is knee lifts. And how do you know knee lifts and why are they beneficial? Knee lifts um, are beneficial for our hips, our hip flexors, also beneficial for our abs and the side of our abs. And um, they're also beneficial for our knees and um, our flexibility. And if you have any, have any um, challenges with doing standing knee, knee lifts, then you might want to lie on your back to do this, this exercise, okay? Just so as to prevent you from... from um, hurting your back potentially. But if you don't have any, any back issues, hey, knee lifts should be great for you. How do you do them? Stand with your feet shoulder width apart, your arms at your side, and then you're going to lift your right knee up towards your right shoulder and tighten your abs as you do this. And you're gonna turn slightly to the right as you do it and um, lift your knee as high as you can as you tighten your abs. And then you're going to alternate your knees and you can do about um, three sets of 10 of, these, of this exercise. Or you can, hey, try to do it for a minute at a time. A minute and then take a rest and do it for another minute. You know, alternating your, your knee, knee lifts. Okay? So that's knee lifts. Finally, today I want to share my song, my song of the week. And this week, my song of the week is Mighty God by former Bishop Carlton Pearson, okay, Carlton Pearson. And you can find this song, you can find it, just Google it, and it's also on Spotify and YouTube. And I really enjoy this song, it just, and it's pretty, it's a pretty simple song. It says, you are a mighty God, you are a mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, yes, you are a mighty God, you are an awesome God, you're a holy God. And so it's, it's just a song to, to just lift God up and to praise him and to, Remind you of who God is. He's mighty. He's holy. He's awesome. Okay. So 
as I prepare to wrap it up this week. Just want to encourage each and every single one of us to get adequate rest, to get adequate sleep every single day as best as we can, seven to eight hours. It can help us to stay healthier. It will help us to stay healthier. And the flip side is not getting adequate rest or sleep will can cause us some health problems. And um, let's try to be eating cabbage and um, let's be doing some knee lifts and let's just choose to have a positive attitude this week to trust God more, to praise him more and let's continue to do some deep breathing, drink lots and lots of water, six to eight glasses per week and let's work together so that you can be you but healthier. Just want to thank each and every single one of you again for checking me out this week. I really, really appreciate it. Don't take it for granted. And um, hope everyone has a wonderful, wonderful, awesome week. And see you next time. See you next week, really. <laughs> Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Jill, and welcome to You But Healthier, a weekly podcast designed to help you live a healthier life physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Now, let's get started. This week, my fun fact relates to giving. So did you know that givers tend to be happier than non-givers? Seems like it's true, and we're going to be delving more into this as to why that might be the case. Okay, so so this week we're going to be looking at giving. Why is giving good for you and why is giving even good for your health? Here are some reasons. Giving is good for our health um, because it actually helps us to, to reduce our focus on ourselves. And um, a study has shown that People who were at a higher risk of having um, heart attacks were actually more self-absorbed self and more, more focused on themselves. And so giving helps us to reduce our focus on self and thereby it tends to lower our stress level and it lowers the pressure on our heart. And so giving can even help to lower our blood pressure. Giving helps to increase our self-esteem. It helps to reduce depression. Why? Because we're focusing on other people. And as, as we focus on other people, we tend to, to, you know, it and helping other people that helps us to feel good or it helps you to feel good. You know, as you see where you're helping others, that improves you in terms of your outlook on yourself. Okay. Um, so giving helps to reduce depression. It lowers our stress level. People who are givers actually tend to live longer lives generally. And giving gives us greater happiness and satisfaction. You know, it makes us feel happier. And think about it. As you give and, and people are thankful about your giving to them and you see where you're helping other people, this helps you to, to feel happier. All right. Um, giving actually helps us to be more grateful, more thankful. And giving also can be contagious. As other people see us giving or see you giving, you know, they'll be more interested in giving themselves. So, um, so as I said, giving can improve our physical and mental health. And, you know, this makes sense in the, because giving actually affects our mood, um, dramatically and as as it affects you know if something affects your mood in a major way that can and will cross over into our health whether it's our physical or mental health and our well-being you know and this was found by a psychiatrist um, where he first raised this idea back in 1956 where he noticed that um, giving actually impacts one's well-being um, when he did a study. And in 1983, 
his findings were supportive when a study found that heart attacks were linked to people who were just extremely occupied with themselves. They were very self-absorbed. And it was also found, he found also in his study, that by giving to others, it tended to help us to, you know, reduce our focus on ourselves. You reduce your focus on yourself. And when you focus less on yourself, you're less stressed and there's less pressure on your heart. So another question might be, you know, in this time where so many people have lost jobs, lost their homes, just lost a number of things, lost loved ones. How can we give during this time? You know, but guess what? Giving doesn't just mean giving money. You know, you can give your time by helping someone in need. You can call someone, text or contact someone and give them, just provide them with words of encouragement and plan to do this every single week. And if you can plan to do it every day, find someone you can encourage today. You know, the person might be right there in your home with you. They might be, the person might be right there in your house. It can be a friend. It can be a relative. Just Let's give words of encouragement this week and, you know, see how that helps you. You know, it, it's a form of giving. And of course, if you can give your time by safely volunteering or give of your funds, if you have it, then go right ahead and give that way too. Who says you can't do all three? So let's take some time this week and give, give to others. And see how it improves the way you feel. Okay? Let me know how that goes. So, my quote of the week. And this week I have a couple of quotes. Well, maybe three. (laughs) Anne Frank says, No one has ever become poor by giving. And the Bible actually supports that. So, let's give. And then I have another quote here that says, Giving is the master key to success in all applications of human life. And this was said by Brian McGill. And then my last quote is from the late Maya Angelou. And she said, when you learn, teach. And when you get, give. So have you been getting anything each day, each week? You know, as you get, let's go ahead and share. Let's go ahead and give. Let's be givers. And let's see how that helps us to be healthier. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Hi everyone, this is Jill and welcome back to You But Healthier. Now this week, our food of the week, or really we might say our drink of the week, either way. Um, This week I'm going to be looking at green tea. Now green tea is packed full of health-promoting compounds. Drinking green tea regularly can actually help us to lose weight and it also reduces the risk of several diseases including heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. It is said that drinking three to five cups of green tea per day um, is the optimal number of cups of green tea we need to drink in order to reap the most health benefits. Now, as for myself, I'm not really into caffeine. And so I tend to drink mostly decaffeinated green tea, although I do drink caffeinated green tea at times. But naturally decaffeinated green tea actually contains about two milligrams of caffeine per cup. Whereas an average cup of green tea contains approximately 20 to 30 milligrams of caffeine, depending upon the length of the infusion. Okay, so decaffeinated green tea still has some, a small amount of caffeine. So anyways, I just want to encourage us to be drinking green tea. Generally, I try to drink maybe one cup per day. Alrighty, so now I'm going to jump into... My song of the week. And this week, my song of the week is by Maverick City Music. And it is called The Story I'll Tell. The Story I'll Tell by Maverick City Music. 
and just some, you know, some lines from the song says, and I'll testify of the battles you've won, how you are my portion when there wasn't enough. And I'll testify of the seas that we've crossed, the waters you parted, the waves that I've walked. Singing, oh, 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 my God did not fail. You know, it's the story I'll tell. And I know it is well. It is the story that I will tell. You know, and you know, this song just helps to remind me that as we go through challenging times, and I know this is a challenging time, and so it might look, you know, the world might look at us who are saved and, and say, as we go through this challenging time that, hey, you know, you serve a God and look at all that's happening to you and to, to your loved ones and, and just in your circumstances. But we need to be able to stand strong and stand firm and have that faith and trust in the Lord to be able to tell everyone that guess what? You know, I know what it's looking like, but guess what? My God didn't fail. My God is not failing. My God's got me. You know, our God, he has got us. He has us in the palm of his hands. He is in control and we just need to increase our faith, increase our trust in him and know that he has not failed because our God can do many things, but one thing he cannot do, he can never do, is fail. Okay? So we can stand on his word and know with all confidence that, hey, as we go through these challenging times, our God hasn't failed. He hasn't failed us. And he never will fail us. Okay? And he's working on our behalf even now. We just have to trust him and believe it and watch it come to pass. Okay? And you can find this song, The Story I'll Tell. You can find it online, on Amazon Music, and on Spotify, etc. Hey, check it out. The Story I'll Tell by Maverick City Music. And finally, I'm going to be looking at our exercise of the week. And this week, I'm going to be looking at exercises that, well, or an exercise that helps with our lower back and lower back pain. And I'm going to start doing that for a little while. Okay, so this this exercise is a lying lateral leg lift or lying lateral leg lifts. And these work our hip abductor muscles. And um, these muscles support our pelvis and they help to reduce the strain on our backs. Okay, so these, these, this exercise will help to keep the muscles, um, these muscles strong. And um, they also help to um, help us to maintain our balance and, and you know, and it can affect, you know, our mobility, us moving. So how do you perform lying lateral leg lifts? You're going to lie on one side with your legs together. Okay. Um, you're going to keep your lower leg slightly bent. That's the leg that's touching the floor. Drawing your belly button towards your spine to engage your core muscles, your abs. And then you're going to raise your top leg about 18 inches or maybe a bit more keeping it straight and extended. Hold the position for about two seconds and repeat it for maybe 10 reps. And if you can do work up to three sets of 10, that'll be perfect. But you can just start off with 10 reps. And then you're gonna turn on the other side of your body and repeat, lifting the other leg. And as I said, you're gonna try to get up to three sets of 10 on each side, okay? So that is our side or lying lateral leg lifts. Try them out. Let me know how they work for you. Okay, so as I close this week, I just want to encourage us to continue again to drink six to eight glasses of water each week. And also, please take a minute or two or more to take some deep breaths every single day. Okay, just Find some time to be quiet and take some deep breaths. And do check out green tea. Hopefully some of you are already drinking green tea. And let's try to give this week. Let's try to give maybe every day this week. Give some words of encouragement to the people around us. Okay, or even to people who are not around us. Reach out to some folks and, and give. Give some words of encouragement. 
or give in other ways if you can. Okay? And just want to thank you again. Thank each and every one of you as I close for checking me out. Spending this time, these precious minutes of yours, special and precious time of yours with me. Thank you so very, very much. I don't take it for granted. And uh, well, go out there, keep moving, and let's be you, but healthier. Bye. See you next week. Take care. Hi, everyone. This is Jill, and welcome to You But Healthier, a weekly podcast designed to help you live a healthier life physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Now, let's get started. Now, today, my fun fact relates to tigers and their stripes. Did you know that a tiger's stripes are like human fingerprints? No two patterns are exactly the same. They're all unique. And I thought that was an interesting fact. Okay, so moving right along. Today, we're going to be looking at just being still. You know, as we continue to go through this time uh, with the virus, and hopefully things are kind of quieting down some with that, with the vaccines being out, you know, I've been focusing on, on being still of late. And so today I want to talk about, you know, just slowing down, slowing my role, as some would say, or slowing your role. Um, I'm going to talk about being still. How can we be still? And how can being still help us to be healthier? And right out of the gate, I'm going to jump into my quote, my quote for today. A bit earlier than usual, but it, it's a bit, it's, it's applicable. My quote says, inner stillness is the key to outer strength. I'm going to adjust that quote a little bit and it's by Jared Brock. Jared Brock. I'm going to say inner stillness is one key to outer strength. Okay. And, um, what are some benefits, firstly, of being still? Being still will help to encourage us to be more joyful. It can help us to be to have peace. Being still can help to reduce our stress and anxiety. Hey, I'm, I think we can all do with some reduced stress um, in our lives. Um, being still can actually help to improve our health. It can help maybe to reduce our blood pressure levels. It can also help to improve our focus. Okay, so I think these are some great benefits from being still. And so how can we be still? What are some ways, what are some things we can do? Let's get practical here. You know, Psalms 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. Are we being still? Are we taking time each day to be still? And how can we do this? How can we have peace and joy and trust that God has got us no matter what we're going through, no matter what our situation is? Because believe it or not, no matter what our situation actually is, God is in control. You know, do you watch the news every day? I used to. I no longer watch it every single day. But, you know, in the middle of all the chaos that we've seen on the news, in the midst of all the negative stuff that the news has to offer us, always remember that God is in control. He's in control of everything. So in the midst of the chaos, he's still in control. He has his plan and he, he's hovering way up high and he's looking down and he's down below on us all and he he sees the big picture that we don't necessarily see okay and so be encouraged today you can know that god is in control in the midst of our challenges and trials and storms how can we be still look outside take some time maybe take a walk today and just look outside and just 
enjoy the beautiful sunshine, hopefully, wherever you are located. Beautiful trees, maybe hear some birds singing in the trees, but just go outside and, and enjoy God's creation. You know, and you might live in a busy city, so this might be a challenge, but still, just look outside. Look at the sky, the sun, the stars, the birds of the air. And just know that our God is awesome. Not able to go outside for whatever reason? Look at your family members. Look at your friends. God has done an awesome work in each and every single one of us. You know, and, and the truth is each and every single one of us, we're unique. So, be still and know that he is God. He has made each and every single one of us unique. Look at yourself too, you know. Look at what God has accomplished in your life and through you. Look at all the awesome examples of God's work in you. You know, you are a masterpiece. You are a great work of art. You know, and as I, as I think of, of, you know, you being a masterpiece, I think of this song by J. Moss, you know, where he says, you know, Lord, create in me a masterpiece. And so just know that God is working in you and through you, and he is making you into a major, outstanding masterpiece. Know that you are awesome. You are wonderful. You are God's creation. So take confidence in that and find some time today to just be still knowing that God is God and he is in control of each and every single one of us's circumstances and our lives. And he is working everything out for the good, for those of us who know him and those of us who love him. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. Hi, everyone. This is Jill and welcome back to you, but healthier. Now this week, I'm going to continue to look at exercises that help with back pain or lower back pain to be specific. And so we're going to be doing the a lower back stretch today, a standing lower back or a standing back stretch. And how do you do it? You're going to stand with your legs about hip width apart, or you can um, have your legs or have your feet even together if you can manage this. Take a deep breath in, hold it, and then release it. And then you're going to bend forward at the hip, and you can even stand with your legs, with your arms straight up in the air, and then you're going to bend forward at the hip. Have your knees slightly bent so you don't hurt your back in doing this exercise. So knees slightly bent and try to touch your toes if you can. Um, but you're going to be just going towards the, the ground with your hands and just do a, a bounce. Bounce up and down, up and up and down. Do this for about hmm, 30 seconds and then you can raise on up and repeat for another 30 seconds. Okay, and you should feel a stretch in the back of your thighs and also in the back of your calves. And please be sure to keep your keep your tummy muscles or your stomach muscles, keep your stomach pulled in. So as you exhale, you're going to tighten up your stomach muscles, your abs, and bend forward, as I said, with your knees slightly bent and um, just bones up and down, touching your toes if you can. Okay, and that should really help to ease or alleviate um, some back pain if you're suffering from any kind of back pain. Now, take it easy. Go just go with what feels comfortable. So don't go trying to touch the ground or the floor or your toes if you're not able to. Okay, and be sure to remember to keep those knees bent and that will help you help to prevent any kind of injury. Okay, so that is a standing leg standing back stretch sorry <laughs> okay so now i'm going to be looking at my song of the week and this week my song of the week is even when it hurts and this is this is a praise song 
and it's by Hillsong United. And this is a song that I've probably mentioned before. And, you know, as I go through different phases and stages, the same song can minister to me. And so this song has really been blessing my heart, even when it hurts. And so, it, you know, it says, Lord, wash me in your love. And, you know, even when or even if my strength is lost, I'll praise you. You know, and even when I have no song, I'm going to praise you. And even when it's hard to find the words, loudly then I'll sing your praise. I will always sing your praise. And so, you know, with this song, I just want to encourage each and every single one of us that, hey, no matter what it is we're going through, no matter where we find ourselves, no matter what has happened or no matter what is not happening, even in the depths of our despair, I just want to encourage each and every single one of us today to praise him. Find a song, find something to say, I praise you, Lord, or just, or thank him. You know, hey, I thank you, Lord. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm alive. I'm alive to see another day that you have made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Choose to give him praise, no matter what you're going through and watch your situation turn around or, or watch yourself turn around within the situation. He will strengthen you. He will draw you nearer to him. He will give you that joy, that peace as you give him thanks and praise. So just choose to praise him today and every day. All right. And um, today, my food of the week isn't quite a food. I just want to remind each and every single one of us to drink water. Okay, drink lots and lots of water and um, to even start off our days, if possible, with water with lemon or lime. And also just to remember to drink six to eight glasses of water daily and um, just keep ourselves hydrated. And hey, some of us drink more than eight glasses of water each day. And it, it, it all depends on our stages and our phases. Depending on what you're going through, you might need more water if you work out a lot. Hey. You need to be drinking lots and lots of water. If you're not working out that much, you might not need as much. Okay, but do try to drink lots of water because it's extremely important for our health. Okay, um, it can help with our digestion. Hey, drinking lots of water can help to give you beautiful skin, can help promote weight loss, can help to reduce overeating. Hey, you drink a glass of water before a meal or before every meal, and it can help you to not eat as much as you normally would. So this can help if you're trying to lose weight. And also, if you're drinking the water with lime or lemon, no sugar, please, <laughs> this can help to boost your or increase your metabolism so that it'll help your body to burn calories faster. So that also can help you to lose weight. So again, I just want to encourage each and every single one of us to be keeping hydrated, drink up, drink water, and even add a, a bit of lime or lemon to it, especially first thing in the morning if you can, or throughout the day, whatever works best for you. Okay, and with that, I am going to say adios or goodbye. I'm going to leave you all. Um, it's been a great pleasure. It's been a blessing. And um, just want to thank each and every single one of you, humbly and from my heart, for taking your time out to check me out and um just hope that everyone has a wonderful wonderful awesome day and um well have a great day again and bye for now i'll see you next time see you next week bye hi everyone this is jill and welcome back to you but healthier okay so again this week we're dealing with being still. And we looked at, you know, the benefits of being still and ways that we can be still. And I just want to add a couple more ways that we can be still. One is just take some time each day, sit quietly, read the word. You can even read a book if you like, but, um, you know, I would suggest that you read God's word and then just Take some time to just sit quietly and maybe just mull over, think over just one verse. Just one verse for maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, 
15 minutes if you have the time and just allow the Lord to speak to you. But just sit quietly and be still. So that's another way to be still. Another way would be to just take some time each day and you can start off with one minute, two minutes, three, four, five minutes or more and just take some time to do some deep breathing. Sit down and breathe deeply for a minute at a time and then see if you can increase that time and just take some time to just relax. Just sit and just be still, literally, okay? And see how that helps you to just be less frazzled, less stressed, and to just build joy and peace in your life. Now, moving on to my exercise of the week. This week, I'm going to continue to look at exercises that will help with our back, especially our lower back and lower back pain and discomfort. And so this week, I'm going to be looking at a standing back stretch. So just like it says, you're going to be standing. You can stand with your your legs about hip width apart, or you can stand with your feet together if you can manage that. Take a deep breath in, hold it, and release it. And then just stretch your arms up to the sky, and then bend forward at your hips, have your knees slightly bent and try to reach forward and touch your toes if you can or just go toward your toes and just keep bouncing up and down, up and down and just do this for about 30 seconds. Come back up and repeat for another 30 seconds and um, be sure as you um, take that deep breath, hold it and then release it. Be sure to suck your abs in, keep your stomach in if you can. And then again, as I said, you're reaching towards the sky and you're going to bend forward, knees slightly bent and just keep um, that bounce going up and down as you do it. Just a slight bounce and you should feel a stretch in the back of your thighs and in the back of your calves. And as I said, this exercise will help with any lower back pain or discomfort that you have. I know it, it works for me. It does wonders for me whenever I, I, I have any kind of back, lower back pain. So try it out and let me know how it works for you. Okay? That's a standing back stretch. Now I'm going to move on to my song of the week. And my song of the week is called Even When It Hurts. Praise song by Hillsong United. Again, it's called Even When It Hurts. And it's a praise song by Hillsong United. And you can find this song, of course. You can find it on Amazon Music. Ask Alexa for it. On YouTube. And just, just on the internet generally. And even on Spotify. Check it out. And um, it's a song I've probably mentioned before. But it's really been ministering to me. Because it just it just talks about... Well, let me just give you some lines from the song. It says, Wash me in your love, Lord. And, you know, even when it hurts, I'm going to praise you. And even when I have, you know, even when my strength is lost, I will praise you. And even when it's hard to find the words, or even when I have no song to sing, even then, loudly then, I'll sing your praise. I will always sing your praise. You know, and as I, as I listen to this song repeatedly, I just want to encourage each and every single one of us to Take some time to praise. Give, give give God praise. No matter what you're going through, whether you're going through a high or a low time right now, challenges, struggles, and yes, the struggle is real. Give him praise. Give him thanks. And watch him change your circumstances. Or even more amazingly, watch him change you within your circumstances, whatever they might be. Watch him give you that joy. Watch him give you the strength you need. Watch him give you that peace as you go through whatever it is you're going through. Oh, for that joy and peace. Oh, for that trust. You know, just sing praises to him and watch him increase your trust and your faith in him. Okay, so check that song out and hopefully it will encourage your heart as much as it encourages me. 
So moving right along to my food of the week. It's not really a food, but hey, we're going to work with it. Um, I just want to encourage each and every single one of us this week to be drinking water. Okay. Um, water. Be sure to be drinking your six to eight glasses daily. You know, it will help with your hydration. And want to add a little twist to that and say, add some lime or lemon to your water. Especially first thing in the morning with that first glass of water. Try that. And really, whether it's water or water with lemon or lime, helps with your, our hydration. And that's very, very important. Um, water also helps... To, to call it helps our digestive system to be healthy. It water gives us beautiful skin. Water and also water with lemon helps to promote weight loss because if you drink, you know, if you drink a glass of water just before you eat um you have a meal, it can help to reduce your overeating. And um adding the lemon or the lime to the water can help to boost our metabolism which will help us to burn calories faster. So, hey, again, I just want to encourage us all to drink more water and let's find time this week to just be still. Be still. Spend some time taking some deep breaths and just watch your frame of mind improve. Watch your health improve if you take time every day just being still being still before the Lord. Okay. And so I just want to, um, as I close this week, just say thank you. Thank you. And thank you again for, for taking time out of your busy day to listen to me and to spend time with me. You truly bless my heart and hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and a wonderful, awesome week. Bye. See you next time.